Well, good morning. Certainly a pleasure to see everyone and to to be here today. Uh, we continue the series on the names of God. And today my assignment is Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Rapha, which means the Lord who heals. And as we get ready to go into our message today, I just want to thank uh, those of you who were able to come out uh, on June 19th to the celebration of Peace on the Mountain Festival at Charlie Daniels Park. Uh, thank you for, for coming out on that day. I also want to extend uh, the regrets of my wife and my daughter that they could not be here today. They're out of town on their way uh, back, uh, but my son is here with me today, uh, Jeremy. Uh, so be sure and meet him after service today. But our message today on the names of God, and this one today really strikes home with me, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. And as we get ready to get into this message, I, I hope this name is personal to you, that the Lord is your healer. I know he is my healer. I'm claiming him to be my healer. Why? Because he has healed me over and over again in my life, physically and spiritually and mentally. He truly is the Lord who heals. And as we get into our, our message today, our main scriptures come from St. Matthew the ninth chapter, verses 27 through 31. And if your health allows you to, let us stand in reverence unto the reading of God's word. Verse 27, and it reads, And when Jesus departed thence, and I'm reading from the King James Version, two blind men followed him, crying, and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus saith unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this? They said unto, unto him, Yea, Lord. Then touched he their eyes saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus straightly charged them, saying, see that no man know it. But they, when they were departed, spread abroad his fame in all that country. Thank you, and you may be seated. Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Rapha. And if we go back just a, a moment to Exodus 15, 
to lay the foundation for this message today. And I preached a sermon called uh, The Bitter to Sweet. Uh, that was a few months ago. And it came from these passages here in Exodus 15. And we see here where the Lord declares this name, that he is Jehovah Rapha. The Israelites had crossed over the Red Sea. The Lord had parted the sea for them, and they went into the wilderness, wilderness it says there in verse 22. And they went three days and had no water. And they were on the brink of disaster when they came to Marah, but they couldn't drink the water because it was, it was bitter. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, what shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, and he cast it into the waters, and the waters were made sweet. And there he made a statute and an ordinance, and there he proved them and said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. He declared himself, God did Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals right there on that spot. After they had crossed the Red Sea and he had performed this great miracle, there they were murmuring. And God extended mercy. He extended mercy to them. 3,400 years ago, 7,000 miles away from here, the Lord declared that he was Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. And I'm just here as a witness to say that he's still healing. And now as we go back to Matthew, the ninth chapter. And our message today revolves around healing. And healing involves mercy. And we see that the Lord extended mercy. He extended passion there in the wilderness, knowing that mercy is not receiving what we deserve. And so we see here with Jesus in verse 27. And when Jesus departed, thence two blind men followed him crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus saith unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. Two blind men. And see, this message today has significance for me because my eyes 
having some complications with my eyes. But the Lord has healed me in the past, and I'm confident he will continue to heal me now. But what is your this? Jesus said, believe ye that I am able to do this, that is to restore their sight. Oh, but by God's grace, I can see. You see, it was about 15 or 16 years ago that I went down with a, a illness, and I was down for about 30 days. I pretty much couldn't walk for 10 or 15 steps before I was just exhausted. No energy, no nothing. I went to the doctors. They checked me in. They couldn't figure out what it was. I went back home, and there I lay for about 30 days. Nobody came to see me. I wasn't here then, so don't get up tight. <laughs> Nobody came to see me but my mother and my brother. God rest both of their souls. But they came. They had mercy. But most of all, God had mercy upon me because I got my strength back. And later with a different doctor, he told me what I experienced was some mini strokes, M-I-N-I, -I, mini strokes. And I noticed something, that the sight in my left eye had been affected. So now if I close this right eye, things are a little bit blurry. You don't want to ride with me at night if I close my right eye and try to drive. You don't want to be a passenger in the car with me. But by God's grace, I can see that that right eye is pretty good. So I can see. But I've had some complications with this left eye over the past several months. But by God's grace, they finally got an eye drop that's working. Just a touch, just a drop. And you see, we're in the need of a touch, all of us from Jesus. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. What is your this today? Is it a physical healing? Is it a spiritual healing? Does your mind need healing? Just know that God is a healer. Jeremiah said in chapter 17 and verse 14, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For thou art my praise. Worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. That same God who declared he was Jehovah Rapha 3,400 years ago is declaring the same in our midst. He is your healer. 
The Lord God is your healer. He is my healer. Jesus said, believe ye that I am able to do this. And they said unto him, yea, Lord. Now you may have some problem or complication today. And you may be asking in your spirit, Lord, are you able to do this? Are you able to heal this relationship with my children? This relationship with my husband or my wife? But the Lord is saying, do you believe? Do you believe that God is able? I only preach what I know. And I know that God is able. God is able. He can do anything but fail. God is who he says he is. And if he says that he is a healer, God is faithful to his word. And they said unto him, yea, Lord. You see, we must believe. Do you believe that he is able to do this in your life? Believe means to be fully convinced. Are you fully convinced that God is able? Have faith in Jesus today. And believe that he can heal you of whatever the issue is in your life. Most of all, we need healing of sin. Let's turn to 1 John for just a moment. 1 John, the first chapter. And verse 7. You see, heal. You see, sin is like a disease. And there is a remedy for sin. That is the blood of Jesus Christ. This remedy is not made by Pfizer or Johnson and Johnson. I'm talking about the blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary for the remission, the forgiveness of your sins and mine. First John, the first chapter, verse 7 says, But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. The blood of Christ cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar. And his word is not 
in us? Are you fully convinced that God is able to save your souls? Are you fully convinced that you have been forgiven of your sins once you confess the Lord Jesus with your mouth and believed in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you are forgiven, you are saved. Can you say in your spirit today, yea, Lord. Yes, Lord, I take you at your word. Then touched he their eyes, back to Matthew, the ninth chapter, verse 29, saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. According to your faith. How strong is your faith today? Do you have the faith of at least a mustard seed, but do you have faith in Jesus? According to your faith, be it unto you. See, I read about a woman who was diseased with an issue of blood for 12 years. And she came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. She said within herself, if I may but touch his garment, I shall be made whole. Jesus turned him about there in Matthew 9 and 22. And when he saw her, he said, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith have made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that Hour. according to your faith. Your faith is a part of your healing. The healing of your mind. The healing of your body. And the healing of your spirit. The whole man, the whole woman, the whole boy, the whole Girl, 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 and 24 says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord wants to heal our mind, our body, and our spirits. If you look at Mark, the second chapter, and we do it through love, loving one another, loving God with all of our heart, soul, and mind, and loving our neighbor as ourselves. There in Mark, the second chapter, we see that Jesus came into the house and there were a whole lot of people. There just wasn't any room. It was busting 
at the seams, and he preached the word unto them. And they came and they brought one who was sick of palsy. But they couldn't get to him. But his friends took him up on the roof. And they tore the roof off and lowered him down, his friends. How many of us are friends like that today? If this house was slam-packed today and Jesus was here and we needed healing, one of us needed healing, but we couldn't get in. Would we come to the rescue of one another, climb up on the roof and tear the roof off and lower that person down? Friends are important. Relationships in this life are important. Relationships in healing is important. They all believed. His friends believed that Jesus could do it. When we pray one for another, just don't go through the motions. Touch and agree and believe together what we're petitioning the Lord for. And they uncovered the roof, it says there in verse 4, where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. Yes, they believed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven. When the Lord sees our faith working together, will you pray for me about my eyes? What is it that you want me to pray for you about? A few of you email or call sometimes, but all you got to do is call me. All you got to do is email me and say, Tim, would you pray for me about this or for that? Would you pray in an agreement for me about this, about my this? Everybody has a this. And just know that God is able to heal your this. I'm going to skip down to verse 11, and he says, I say unto thee, arise and take up thy bed and go thy way into thine house. When the Lord heals us, he wants us to get up off of that bed of affliction. Whatever that sin is that's holding you down and crippling you, you know what it is? Whatever it is, the Lord is saying, arise, stand up, and walk in the newness of life. Arise and take up thy bed and go thy way into thine own house. As we go back to Matthew, the ninth chapter, as we set to conclude our message. 
And their eyes were opened, and Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no man know it. But they, when they were departed, spread abroad his fame in all that country. This healing that, that happened, it happened along the way in these two blind men's life. We are sanctified during life. Sanctification is a process. When we are healed in our mind, and our body, or our spirit, when the Lord heals us, when he divinely intervenes in our life through prayer or through faith, we have to understand that he is sanctifying us Sanctified means to set apart for God's use. He is consecrating us. It is the action, a process of being freed from sin. It's an ongoing process, this sanctification. Billy Graham in his book on the Holy Spirit talked about that there's justification when we accept the Lord Jesus Christ. And then there is sanctification during our entire lifetime. And then there's glorification when we receive our glorified bodies, when we walk down the streets of gold. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. But during this sanctification, we realize that Jehovah Rapha is holy. God is a holy God, and he expects us to be holy. Young people, I always thought it wasn't cool to be holy when I was a teenager and a young man growing up. Oh, I would go to church. I would Maybe read the Bible sometimes, but oh, this holy thing, that's, that's too much. But when you see what holy is, that it is being sanctified for God's use, and that in the Hebrew, the word used for holy also means set apart. It's a good thing, and it's required of us. If we look in 1 Peter, the first chapter. See, sometimes we just got to get a grip on ourselves. In 1 Peter, first chapter, verse 13, it says, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance. All of us have a past of ignorance. When we followed the lust of the flesh, it was a time of ignorance. But as he which have called you is holy. He's pure. 
He's without sin. So be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, be ye holy for I am holy. And in this sanctification process, we realize that as a church, the local church body has power. Power to heal through the working of the Holy Spirit. Sanctification comes by the Holy Spirit. We look in James. As we wrap this message up. In James, the fifth chapter. Verses 13 through 16. And it's talking about the power of prayer. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. So that's why it's so important to pray one for another. And then lastly, from St. John, the fifth chapter. St. John, the fifth chapter, verse 19. Know that Jesus said, me and my father, my father and I are one. There's the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. Verse 19, chapter 5 says, Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. For the Father loveth the Son and showeth him all things that himself doeth. And he will show him greater works than these that ye may marvel. As we conclude this message, we give God honor and glory as Jehovah Rophe, the Lord who heals. May you think about in your mind today about the many times that the Lord has healed you, when he's healed your body, healed your body, your spirit, and healed your mind. Let us pray. Dear Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for this day.
Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to, to just preach your word. Lord, I ask that you give us sight. That you touch our, our spiritual eyes of understanding. That in some areas that maybe we were blind, that now we see. We see that your, your grace and mercy that you've extended to us down through the years and that it is true that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. Lord, we acknowledge you as our healer. Thank you for your many miracles. Cause us to, to expound upon your fame all across the country, all across the city, and anywhere we go, just like the, the two blind men after they were healed, they went spreading your name. So Lord, show us how to spread your gospel and to give you glory everywhere that we go. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.